When Nature Wants a Man by Angela Morgan Read for LibriVox.org by Melvin Lee Only melting and hammering can shape and temper steel for fine use. Only struggle and suffering can give a man the qualities that enable him to render large service to humanity. Lincoln was born in a log cabin. He split rails and conned a few books by the firelight in evening. He became a backwoods lawyer with apparently no advantages or encouraging prospects. But all the while he had his visions, which ever became nobler, and the adversities he knew, but gave him the deeper sympathy for others and the wider and steadier outlook on human problems. Thus, when the supreme need arose, Lincoln was ready. Harsh, visaged nature had done its work of molding and preparing a man. When nature wants to drill a man and thrill a man and skill a man, when nature wants to mold a man to play the noblest part, when she yearns with all her heart to create so great and bold a man that all the world shall praise, watch her method, watch her ways, how she ruthlessly perfects whom she royally elects, how she hammers him and hurts him, and with mighty blows converts him into trial shapes of clay which only nature understands. While his tortured heart is crying and he lifts beseeching hands, how she bends but never breaks when his good she undertakes, how she uses whom she chooses and with every purpose fuses him by every art induces him to try his splendor out. Nature knows what she's about. When nature wants to take a man and shake a man and wake a man, when nature wants to make a man to do the future's will, when she tries with all her skill and she yearns with all her soul to create him large and whole, with what cunning she prepares him, how she goads and never spares him, how she whets him and she frets him and in poverty begets him, how she often disappoints whom she sacredly anoints, with what wisdom she will hide him, never minding what betide him, though his genius sob with slighting, and his pride may not forget, bids him struggle harder yet, makes him lonely so that only God's high messages shall reach him, so that she may surely teach him what the hierarchy planned, though he may not understand, gives him passions to command. How remorselessly she spurs him, with terrific ardor stirs him, when she poignantly prefers him. When nature wants to name a man, and fame a man, and tame a man, when nature wants to shame a man, to do his heavenly best, when she tries the highest test, that her reckoning may bring, when she wants a god or king, how she reigns him and restrains him, so his body scarce contains him, when she fires him and inspires him, keeps him yearning, ever burning for a tantalizing goal, lures and lacerates his soul, sets a challenge for his spirit, draws it higher when he's near it, makes a jungle that he clear it, makes a desert that he fear it, and subdue it if he can. So doth nature make a man. Then, to test his spirit's wrath, hurls a mountain in his path, 
puts a bitter choice before him, and relentless stands o'er him. Climb or perish, so she says, watch her purpose, watch her ways. Nature's plan is wondrous kind, could we understand her mind. Fools are they who call her blind, when his feet are torn and bleeding, yet his spirit mounts unheeding, all his higher power speeding, blazing newer paths and fine, when the force that is divine leaps to challenge every failure, and his ardor still is sweet, and love and hope are burning in the presence of defeat. Lo, the crisis, lo, the shout that must call the leader out, when the people need salvation, doth he come to lead the nation? Then doth nature show her plan, when the world has found a man. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.